Hello, kings and queens. My name's Melissa, and this is the Majestic Mentality Podcast. In this podcast, I will be sharing tips about relationships, mental health, and overall wellness to help you get out of your comfort zone, embrace your self-love journey, and live a fulfilling life. Let's get started. Hello, friends. Welcome to episode number two of the Majestic Mentality Podcast. Thank you always for tuning in. Today's topic is going to be about singleness. So all my single people out there, if you're fresh out of a relationship, if you're single and dating, if you're single and focusing on you, whatever stage of singleness that you're in, this is for you. And also, if you're in a relationship, you can benefit from this as well. So we're going to be talking about singleness. And I love talking about it because it's a beneficial time period in life. And you're never going to look back and think, I regret being single. I learned absolutely nothing while I was single. It just wasn't a good time for me. That's just not how it works. Will it be difficult at times? Yes. You will be lonely sometimes. Dating may be a process, may be difficult. You may get let down dating somebody that you liked and it didn't work out and if you're fresh out of a relationship that may also be difficult where you're mourning the loss of your partner even though they're still physically here it does have a mourning process and a healing process um, that is very difficult so there is going to be difficult stages of singleness but the growth that comes with singleness is so worth it it's your time to shine This is your time to fully embrace main character energy and figure out what you want for yourself and work on the things that you need to work on for yourself as well. So first things first, when it comes to being single, embrace the present moment. That is the best thing that you can do. Appreciate every single moment because you will never have these moments again. And You're exactly where you're supposed to be in your life journey. You always have to trust that whether you're single or not, you are exactly where you're supposed to be in your life journey. And this stage of life is preparing you for your next stages in life. And quite frankly, it's important to practice presence in all stages of life because if you can't be happy in the moment, you'll never be satisfied. You'll always be thinking about, I won't be happy until I get this. Or until I do that. So this is just another way to train your mind to be happy. And to embrace every stage of life that you encounter. So embrace this one. And actually practice that state of presence by viewing this time right now in your life as what it is. And that's an opportunity for personal growth. It's a time for you to take a look inward and Figure yourself out as a person. You need to be asking yourself important questions like, what are your values? What are your standards? What are your triggers? What are your traumas? What are things that you need to heal from? Things that you need to work on? So this is a time for you to do the deep inner work that you may have been avoiding because you were in a relationship or because you were focusing on somebody else's needs or somebody else's behaviors rather than becoming self-aware and focusing on your needs and your behaviors. So this is a time for you to deal with your baggage. Pack it up, take it to the door, and close the door. So you can improve your quality of life and your relationships moving forward. 
because one thing that people fail to realize when they're avoiding doing the inner work or not in that state of mind where they're trying to evaluate themselves as a person to improve themselves and their behaviors, they go into relationships with this baggage and they fail to realize that most of their relationship problems actually stem from the individual problems that they did not solve before they got into that relationship. And because you didn't deal with your baggage, the chances of you attracting somebody who also has baggage that's similar to you is going to increase. Now you're in a relationship with somebody who also has baggage and damage the same way you do when both of you should have just taken the time to work on yourself in your singleness, but you were avoiding the inner work or the discomfort of being lonely, whatever the case may be. And now you're in a relationship that turns into a trauma bond and your quality of life is decreasing because you have drama and problems with this person. And unfortunately, in most cases, these relationships just spiral and they get worse and you end up in a toxic relationship. So your singleness is that time for personal growth so you can become a healthier person for yourself. And once you become a healthier person for yourself, you start to attract healthier people in friendship and in relationship. And things just start to naturally align. And when you're being a better person for yourself, Subsequently, without even realizing it, you become a better person for the world. Because the same way you can enter a room and have all your negativity and spread that is the same way you can go out into the world and spread that love and positivity, friends. So another part that is just as important as working on yourself to become a healthier person is finding yourself by doing the things that you enjoy. What do you like? What sparks your interest? What places do you want to see? What hobbies do you want to try? What's something that you used to enjoy doing that you want to pick back up again? What are things that excite you? This is the time for you to spend time on things that you love to do. And if you have no idea what you love to do, then this is the time for you to discover what you love. Now that you have more time to focus on yourself, pick up that side hustle. Start that new hobby. You're calling the shots in your life, so you might as well go all out for yourself. You want to take a spontaneous trip out the country for a week? Do that. And while you're there, if you want to extend the trip, do that. Do all the things that you would have never imagined yourself being able to do for yourself. Step out of your comfort zone. Make as much memories as you can. Be spontaneous and just have fun. When I was single, I started traveling a lot. Traveling was something that I was always passionate about, something that I always enjoyed. I love going to different countries and learning things about different cultures, trying new foods, and just experiencing other parts of the world. So it was always something that I enjoyed, but I got to do it so much more when I was single, and I was even spontaneous in doing it. There were times where people would ask me a few weeks before or a month before, hey, do you want to go on this trip? And I'd just be like, you know what? I got the time. I got the money. There's nothing holding me back, and I don't have anybody to consider other than myself. I'm going. There was one trip that I went on that I literally booked my flight two days before, and it was the greatest spontaneous decision that I could have made for myself. And while I took these trips, it actually opened doors for other things that I wanted to do for myself. Like, I wanted to start a YouTube for a really long time. And while I was on these trips, I just started filming everything that we were doing. And 
that led me to releasing my first YouTube vlog. And then I released another and another. And I started to build confidence on my content. It wasn't the best. And there's still so many things that I can learn. But I took the risk and I just did it. And I taught myself how to edit a YouTube video. So accomplishing these goals for myself, even though they may not seem so big, in my eyes, it was huge to be able to just do things for me. That was the first time in my life where I just kept doing more and more and more for myself. And once I accomplished one thing for myself, I said, all right, what else can I do next? What else should I try now? And I had so many different things that I want to accomplish. And there's still things that I want to do. Trust me. But I've always been passionate about mental health, even when my mental was not doing so well. And in my singleness, I actually reached this new level of self-love that I never felt before through my work in therapy. And that's when the inspiration for the podcast came about. My therapist said to me, Melissa, you're doing great. It's time for you to just apply these skills and use them in the world. And that's when I was like, you know what? I'm going to use these skills and I'm going to share them with the world. And that's when the process began for the podcast. So what I'm trying to get at is try that new thing, take those trips, make that move and start doing things for yourself. And you never know what can come from it. You may find your purpose. You may find your dream job. You may find a new location that you end up moving to because you loved it. You may find new friends. Who knows what you can find? In my case, I was able to find new friends. I started new hobbies. I started to find out what I'm passionate about, and I visited new parts of the world. I'm sharing my story to encourage you to put yourself out there and make yourself your first priority. Start doing things for you, and nothing but good is going to come from doing that. So the idea here is to become self-sufficient. And singleness actually has a funny way of forcing you into that because you are your main source of reliance. Not saying that you don't have friends and family and if you have a therapist, like other people to go to, of course you have that, but you're your main source and it forces you into that, which is good because you want to be your main source in all stages of life. You want to start filling your voids. You want to start practicing being self-sufficient and getting out of that thought process of oh I can't do certain activities now because I'm single and it's not socially accepted to go do this by myself or they think I can't do that by myself I'm gonna look weird it's not true anything you could do with a significant other you can do by yourself and you're not going to look weird when in reality nobody's gonna care nobody's gonna judge you if you never went out to eat by yourself, please do so. It's so therapeutic. It's such a great experience to just eat dinner, not worry about the bill, and fully indulge and enjoy yourself. And if you want to start small because that seems overwhelming to you, then go watch a movie by yourself. But get comfortable with going out alone and just being alone in general. And you'll come to find that doing these stuff by yourself is actually a lot of fun. And I actually want to define self-sufficient because I think you guys should know what it means to be self-sufficient. So good old Miriam Webster defines self-sufficient as one, being able to maintain oneself or itself without outside aid. Cool. 
definition number two, which is my fave and what I think about when I'm like, yeah, I'm self-sufficient, is having an extreme confidence in one's own ability or worth. And that's what being self-sufficient is about. Yes, of course, you can do things on your own and you can rely on yourself. You don't need nobody. But it's knowing your worth as an individual and having confidence in that and knowing that you're good on your own and that you have your happy space by yourself. So when people try to enter your happy space, they have to be bringing good vibes too. And when you start to see people trying to come into your happy space and bringing bad vibes, wish them well, wish them healing, and chuck up the deuces. Bye, Felicia. You are not bringing that negativity in this space. And speaking of people entering your space, I actually wanted to talk about dating. To all my listeners that are dating, I know that this process can be overwhelming, especially because times are different you got social media apps that now you can date online and there's hookup culture and all these different expectations and rules to dating but I view it as this is an opportunity for you to practice your healthy habits practice your communication skills practice setting boundaries practice honesty being real with yourself not Mending yourself to attract somebody else or hold on to somebody. Being present and not thinking so far into the future. Being patient and letting things flow. Um, Not forcing things. Oh my God, there's so many good healthy behaviors that you can be practicing right now. And knowing that... That self-sufficiency is going to come into play in dating where when things aren't working out with somebody, you're not going to force it. You're not going to change yourself or your standards to keep them around. You're not going to dwell on it so much as if it's the end of the world. You're just going to say thank you next. But friend, I got to gather you and humble you a little bit. You're not going to be the only one rejecting. You will be rejected. And you need to be okay with that. That is a part of life. There's other things in life other than dating that you will be rejected for. And you need to be okay with that and know that, okay, I tried this experience. I put myself out there and it didn't work out. I can take whatever lessons that I learned from it with me now. And this is not the end all be all for me just because this didn't work. It's okay. Not everyone is meant to be in your life long term anyways. So this is part of the process. You want to take your lessons from each situation and apply it in the future or analyze certain things that you may have liked from somebody that you dated that didn't work out and say, okay, these are certain traits and qualities that I would look for um, moving forward as far as dating goes. But like I said, it's not always going to work out with somebody. Not everybody is meant to be in your life long term. This is part of the process. And I want you to be aware of the different forms of rejection because somebody can want to be in your life but still be rejecting you in some shape or form. Like the emotionally unavailable person or the person who is hot and cold 
What I'm trying to say is that just because somebody's in your life does not necessarily mean that they're going to be in your life the way that you want them to be. Now, I won't ignore the fact that there are people who have somebody that they're dating that they have an agreement that they don't want anything serious and they get together to hang out or hook up or whatever the case may be, which that can get tricky because somebody can gain feelings and et cetera. But as long as there's that open, honest communication, then I don't think there's anything wrong with that if it works for you. But if you didn't agree to that, then you need to be aware of the different forms of rejection, like ghosting. And that is not an invitation for you to try harder or chase somebody. That is for you to allow them to make their decision and go on with your life. There's the hot and cold person where they're breadcrumbing you to keep you around and you have these extreme highs with the person and then they disappear and come back around and you're confused. If people are leaving you confused, there's not open communication about what the expectations are, that is another form of rejection. So this is a time for you to start analyzing people's behaviors but also start analyzing the way you react to people's behaviors as well. And practice those healthy habits. Be patient and let people be themselves and believe who they are. Don't try to paint a false narrative in your head of what it can be. Accept what it is. For example, let's say that you're dating somebody you're really attracted to them. They have really cool personality traits about themselves. You have fun with them. And you think that it can possibly go somewhere if you get to know each other. But they told you that they're not ready to settle down. They told you what it was. So in this case, you need to ask yourself this. Are you ready to settle down and do you want to get to know somebody? If the answer is yes, then you need to let the person go. Even though you're attracted to the person and there's things that they do that are nice about them. Everybody has nice traits about them. They are hot and cold and they are not in the same place that you are. So with that being said, instead of just sticking around because you're attracted to this person or you really want it to be them, you can now practice working on yourself and release that urge to try and control the situation or try to change people's minds about you. Just allow things to come to you naturally. And give yourself the opportunity to meet somebody who's on the same page as you. I also want to address the people who are on the other side of the spectrum where you're dating somebody and everything is going really well. And they display qualities that show that long term you would be happy with them. They're doing everything right, but you're pulling back and you're resisting. You're probably not ready to date or it's probably moving too fast for you and that's okay. But you should communicate that. Either way, you need to start analyzing your behaviors and figuring out why you may be reacting to certain things in certain ways. Just always be ready to check yourself and do what's best for you. In the past, because I didn't check myself or really take the time to understand myself, I would people please and try to keep people around that were not making me happy or were not adding to my happiness. And all that was doing was pushing me further away from myself and from being true to myself and from receiving what it was that I actually wanted by accepting the things that I didn't want. 
So in singleness, I started to really practice setting boundaries and staying true to what I felt was right for me. It didn't matter what the person looked like, how attracted I was to them, how much money they made, what they were doing. It did not matter. If something was off for me, I would communicate that and keep it real with myself and the person. And I found that practicing this open, honest communication was so healthy for me in several ways. One, it feels like a weight being lifted off your shoulders when you feel something and you express it. It's healthy to do that. But two, I also felt like I was genuinely picking myself, choosing myself, loving myself, no matter what the outcome was going to be. I wasn't attached to the outcome. I was attached to loving myself and having that respect for myself and being a good person for myself, but for the other person as well, because they are also a human being who has their own feelings and has their own things that they're going through too. So you should give them that respect and be honest with them so that they can make their own decisions about their dating life as well. Um, The same way you would expect that respect and honesty from them. Overall, dating should be fun. It shouldn't be stressing you out. You shouldn't be lowering your standards or anything like that just to have people in your life. You should be feeling full of self-love while dating and nothing less. The bottom line is this. Whether you're single or not, you deserve your own self-love and partnership. When you can appreciate being single and use the time to build your sense of self, your worth, and get clear on what it is that you really want, the benefits will ripple in all areas of your life. Relationships are great, but nothing beats taking yourself out on the perfect date and enjoying your own company and loving exactly who you are, single or not. And I'm going to leave it at that. I think that was a nice way to conclude it. So that's all, folks. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you so much. Please share with a friend and stay tuned for the next episode. Much love. Bye.